0: You're listening to VO Stories, Episode 107. Hi, I'm Tina Zaremba, voiceover talent, mentor, and good old-fashioned storyteller. I believe we all have a story to tell. We can all learn from one another. I created this podcast for you, the VO artist, who's ready to embrace all that your VO journey has to offer. You'll be inspired informed, and transformed as you learn from industry experts, VO talents, and my insights from 15 years in the industry, having voiced national commercials to promos and everything in between. Success in voiceovers is more than just a snazzy voice, and this podcast will help show you the way. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. It's me, Tina. I'm back. Surprise. It's been a few weeks. So today's episode is how a personal pandemic prepared me for a global pandemic. Here's the thing. If you think 2020 needs a do-over, let me tell you about my 2019. On a beautiful June day, I was diagnosed with stage 2 breast cancer. I can't sugarcoat the experience of illness and treatment that followed, But I'll share one unexpected benefit of being a cancer survivor. It can truly prepare you for a global pandemic. Here's what I discovered. I learned to release control. As I went through chemotherapy and had my ups and down days, I began to realize that control, it's an illusion. Truly and completely. Pre-breast cancer Tina liked to have everything in order. Plan everything down to the tiniest detail. Oh, God, how obsessively I scheduled my days, my vacations, and projects. I'd spend so much time and energy worrying about everything. Trying to create a sense of control. And not just about my own life, but also the lives of everyone close to me. You see, I had this feeling that if I worried enough, I would somehow help the situation. That's complete BS. At some point during my treatment journey, I began to realize that trying to control everything was pointless. I'm not exactly sure when. I guess that as my outer appearance changed, and especially as I lost my hair, I began to think about shedding behaviors that were no longer serving me. It's kind of like I had this bizarre new skill where I could step outside of myself and see what was working against me. Turns out, control, that was at the top of the list. When the identity you cling to gets stripped away, there's a serenity that can flow in to replace it. For me, that meant understanding that all my efforts to control my life were a waste of my precious time. I'm not talking about becoming a passive participant in my own life. I just mean that when I was finally able to ditch the planning and perfectionism, I felt relieved. Treatment and recovery taught me that there's a freedom in letting the chaos around you just be chaotic. I only listened to my gut. Instead of trying to process all of the advice and opinions that were thrown at me, I chose to trust myself, my medical team, and, well, that's about it. Whenever anyone in my life offered commentary about my treatment plan, I quietly told myself, this person is trying to be helpful, and maybe they're scared. In this moment, you are fine, Tina. You're here, and you're alive. And sometimes, if I didn't have the inner peace to repeat that mantra, i just say to myself, cancel, cancel. Over time, this became an ingrained skill. The ability to filter input and trust my gut about what mattered. Being able to discern relevant information from meaningless noise is truly one of the best gifts right now, in the middle of this global pandemic. I'm only listening to one news source, NPR. And when friends send me frightening or questionable videos or news, I use my mantra, cancel, cancel. I recognize that they have a right to their own opinions, but also that I have a right to use my hard-won filter. I don't have time or the energy to wade through fear-driven conspiracy theories. I don't have space for fear-mongering. And I'm lucky enough to know how to shut those things out of my mind. I learned how to take care of myself when my typical routine wasn't available. I used to go to a gym. I used to take relatively strenuous CrossFit classes near my son's school and treat myself to monthly pedicures. During chemo and now, neither of those self-care rituals are available. So I learned to be flexible. Or maybe it's more accurate to say that my circumstances force me to become more flexible especially when it came to understanding self-care. Instead of going to the gym, I started practicing gentle yoga in my living room. Instead of monthly pedicures, I started taking Epsom salt baths and rubbing essential oil on my feet. The simple act of taking a bath turned into a way for me to tell my body, I love you, you matter, and I'm taking care of you. There was clear intention as to why I was doing the baths, the essential oils, and more. It was these gentle new practices that gave me a sense of routine, self-care, and self-love. During the height of shelter-in-place, having access to easy but effective self-care rituals is incredibly important. With the stress of the pandemic all around me, knowing how to soothe my body and mind has turned out to be downright vital. I learned to live with uncertainty. There's a somewhat predictable pattern to chemo. For the most part, a human body coping with the breast cancer chemo cocktail, at least, reacts the same way during each round of treatment. My second day of treatment, I was always so wiped out, I didn't want to see or speak to anyone. I wanted my bed, the office on Netflix, and soft pajamas. That said, there are, there's also those outlier reactions that pop up occasionally with zero warning, like a chemo fever that landed me in the ER, an allergic reaction to a medication, and another ER visit after my treatments were all complete due to yet another high fever. Because of these unexpected hiccups, I learned that I could never take stability and routine for granted. I started living in the space of Uncertainty with my external environment, that was okay. My certainty came from being able to close my eyes, put my hand on my heart, and say mantras quietly to myself. One of my favorites is, In this moment, I am safe. I am alive. I am. Having this mantra of certainty anchors me amongst all the unknown we're living in, And that's a good thing. I really got what matters. How many times have you heard someone say, when life throws you a crisis, you see what matters? Or if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Now, as cliche as both of those statements are, I'm here to tell you they are fucking true. When I was going through treatment, everything I'd taken for granted was thrown back at me. Things as simple as having a full head of hair or being able to play with my son for more than an hour were suddenly just ripped away from me. Things like having an Instagram-worthy living room or landing more gigs than the competition seemed just ridiculous. I felt as though my face was being pushed up against a window and the universe was saying, girl, wake up. This ain't no dress rehearsal. Get it together and let go of all the crazy shit that's got your panties and knots, like yesterday. And so I did. Getting what matters. Your health, your family, your loved ones. Especially in a time of crisis, like a global pandemic. It's pretty important. I learned to be with myself. And I embraced it. Like most humans, I always have craved connections with others. But when I was going through chemo and didn't feel healthy and energetic, there was a part of me that honestly didn't want to be with anyone at all. It was a strange feeling because it had a flip side. I wanted to be alone, but I also felt a pull to be close to my son and my husband. I can remember lying in my bed alone in my apartment knowing that my husband and son were with our extended family at the shore and wanting to be laughing, eating, and enjoying time with my family. Yet I also knew in that moment that I needed to rest and be on my own. As I surrendered to that moment and that need, as I embraced what I was experiencing, a lightness emerged. I felt as though... I was meeting a long-lost friend. Now more than ever, my newfound ability to be happy and calm by myself, it's a true gift. The pandemic brought forced isolation, and I feel prepared to face it. I actually enjoy taking walks with myself, watching programs or journaling by myself, just being by myself. I find contentment with myself and that comfort is what I need at this moment when I cannot be with my extended family and friends. So that's how my personal pandemic prepared me for this new normal. I invite you to challenge yourself to lean on experiences from your past as you navigate this strange new reality. You too have learned lessons or seen things that prepared you for all this. You might not see them at first. But try to make those connections. Who knows? You may discover a deeper strength, refined love and a sense of connection that you never knew existed within you. I sure did. If you want to hear more about my journey through cancer and beyond, keep an eye out in my socials for chemo stories. This limited series podcast shares not only my journey through chemotherapy, but also my experiences learning to organize my inner chaos into calm. Thanks for listening. Until next time, here's to owning our voices.